Blog Talk Radio. Good Monday morning and welcome to Leading Life Large. It is Monday, it's June 21st, and if I'm not mistaken, today is the first day of summer. I'll have to look that one up. So welcome. I hope for all of you listening out there that uh, you had a good Father's Day. Whether you are honoring a father, you are a father, you know fathers. I hope it was a good, good day for you. Um, So last week we talked about... Well, first of all, welcome to Leading Life Large. I am Rob Braun, and we are broadcasting from Southern California. And whether you're joining live or picking the um, picking it up a little later on this morning, uh, my intention is to have this be something for you that you get to begin your week with, and you get to take a look at what it is in your life that you need to take a look at, what may be different, what may uh, shifts may need to happen. Um, so... I hope you got you get something from this, and actually today I know you will if you listen in and and uh, take some action. Last week we talked about maintaining balance and creating balance in your life, and I hope you did take some time to take a look at all the aspects of your life to see where it is you may not be in balance or something needs to be given attention. I can speak for myself last week that one of the things that needed some attention in my life was an area in relationships. And speaking of Father's Day, I hadn't talked with my dad in a while, and I made sure to give a call and and put that relationship in right order so that it doesn't be a distraction for any other thing that's happened in my life. So um, so I hope, again, if you haven't taken the time, please make sure to take the time to look at the areas of your life, look at where you may be out of balance. This week we're going to talk about discipline and specifically talk about the discipline of planning, planning. You know, I understood discipline pretty clearly as a young man. I understood that discipline meant that I was going to have to really stick to something in order to develop some type of skill, whether it be the skill of martial arts, skill of simply learning how to shoot a free throw, the skill of even learning how to um, uh, make sure to get, uh, uh, make sure to, if I was learning certain things, I was uh, trained in electronics, and I knew that I would have to repeat and do things over and over again to be able to understand circuitry, understand the way something worked, uh, understand how to repair, how to even look at something. So whatever it was, and I like the, the discipline of free throws, uh, just as an example, where it simply takes going in and doing it regularly and paying attention to every little detail as I'm, as I'm doing it and making sure that I do it the same way every time to develop some consistency so that I can learn this particular skill. So that aspect of discipline, I understood pretty clearly, and I think most people do today. I know when you and I see a martial artist performing and they're performing at the top of their game, if you will, we know that it's required much discipline, many hours practicing and working on and developing and concentrating to be able to perform this task really well. Got that one down. I do remember, though, the first time I was introduced to some of Stephen Covey's work, and when he talked about uh, one of his uh, habits, for those of you that have read The Habits of Highly Effective People, seven habits exactly, 
when his, his habit of begin with the end in mind. That was something I really struggled with. Because in his whole idea was to begin every endeavor with a plan on how it's going to end. Know where we're going before we begin. Whether that be planning the day out, the month out, the year out, your life out. And I struggled with that because my belief then was that that would take away from creativity, take away from spontaneity, take away from that free association so that things could come up more naturally rather than everything being rigidly dictated by time. So I, I rejected that. I rejected that. That discipline of planning, that would belong to the Stephen Coveys or the Brian Tracys of the world. And what I've learned and what I have since learned is that without a plan, the day tends to control me and the events tend to control me rather than me having control over my day, my plan, my productivity. How many of you at the end of the day has looked back and went, wow, where did the day go? It's suddenly gone. And then, ask, and then to ask the self, what did I do today? What did I accomplish today? Where was my productivity? I definitely planned on getting things done and... I ended up not. Or your day may have looked like as you look back, you look back and go, you know what? All I did was put out fires today. Don't feel like I got anything accomplished. And the reality is we've all experienced days like that. And some of you may be experiencing those days right now. And my belief is that the reason those happen is because we don't have a plan in place. That we are not using the discipline of planning to ensure that we are having productive days. So I've gone back and I've looked at Covey and looked at some of his stuff. And the reality is I, where I used to think that planning was a prison and would bound me up and would keep me from being able to, to really create and produce in ways that felt more in alignment with my personality, my spirit, I've come to learn that the real freedom comes from planning, comes from having an idea of what I want my day to look like before my day begins or my week begins. I use a calendar and I schedule my day out or my week out before my week begins. And it helps me when things start rolling in and where I can fit them and place them. It also helps me to stay incredibly focused on what it is I need to get done if I hold myself to a plan. So. Covey talked about a, a lot of things around the planning thing, and one of the biggest things he did was, and if anyone's familiar with his work, this will just be um, a reminder. If you're not, this is good stuff here. What he said was everything that we do in any given day, and I'm going to take the day, and by the way, I'm going to suggest that planning the day hour by hour, if you want a day of productivity, is the way to go. Now, I'm not going to tell you I plan every day hour by hour. I do leave some days where I have time where it's, where it's a little more flexible, especially if I've been traveling and been gone a while. I want to be more accessible to people. But when I am seeking to truly accomplish and have a day where I've got certain things that I want to have done, I'm pretty rigid in my schedule, and I will stick to it. But let's talk about Cubby's work just a little bit. He said everything we do is really categorized into a couple different areas. And what he says is what we do is either urgent or non-urgent, important or unimportant. That's it. Everything we do, we do from an urgent place or a non-urgent place. It's either important or it's unimportant. 
And what he said ideally is everything that we do when we're talking about our business day, and this can apply in your personal life as well, that everything we do, we want to be doing only the important things and have them be non-urgent. In other words, we have a plan in place because everything that comes, we expect. So the areas that he talked about that we, we don't want to be operating in are the other areas. So in other words, we don't want to be operating in the working on the important things from an urgent place. He called that crisis because that's just not having a plan in place for anything that comes up. Now, and he said even, even things that would normally be a crisis, if you have a plan in place for it, it doesn't have to be urgent. So let's say, for instance, we, uh, if you work in a business um, in an office building, you've been in an office building, you certainly know there's some type of evacuation plan just in case there's an earthquake, a fire, the building needs to be um, uh, have everybody leave the building. So there's a plan in place so that in the event that happens, and you've all probably somewhere along the way been part of a fire drill, even if it was at school when you were kids, there was an orderly plan and this didn't have to feel like a crisis, and it certainly did not. Because there was a plan in place. Important, yes. Urgent, no. So because of the plan, it makes it not a crisis. Then he talked about the, the unimportant. When we work on unimportant things that become urgencies, these are the interruptions in life. And these are the time robbers. These are time killers in life. This is when we allow drop-ins in our office and people to come and just speak with us. Uh, people that have no regard for their own time and certainly none for ours. And they'll just kind of um, do that. Same thing can happen on a telephone call. So anytime we have interruptions that are away from what our plan is, there are things that suddenly are unimportant becoming urgent. Um, and there's and oftentimes when I'm doing lectures or, or the training out there, I'll ask people how many of you can let a ringing phone go unanswered. Now, if your job is to answer the phone, I'm not suggesting let that phone keep ringing. But if you're in the middle of something, we all have voicemail, and we know that, that especially if it's a call we're not needing to be able to move on with what we're doing, we can let voicemail take care of it. Um, for those of you that have email, and by the way, um, I've learned a couple of tricks uh, around email. Number one, I've removed the little, the little sound that lets me know I've got an email coming in. What I've also done is I've disabled the automatic uh, receiving of messages. I only receive email messages when I actually go and retrieve them so they're not flooding my inbox throughout the day or throughout the last hour so that I only see new emails when I decide it's email time. So that was the interruptions. And then Cubby called the last area. He simply called that trivia. That's where what we're doing is unimportant and not urgent. And that's the area where we really want to stay away from. That's sitting at your computer playing solitaire when you ought to be doing um, the, uh, you know, the QuickBooks. That's uh, sitting and doing a Sudoku puzzle when you should be making phone calls and, and uh, uh, canvassing your clients. That's when you pick up a fashion magazine when you do not want to have to get started on that next project, whatever that is. So we'll, we'll talk about that other piece in a little bit. So the idea is that everything that we're doing is important. It is. It leads to our productivity, to our success at whatever it is that we're working toward, and we've got a plan in place for it. And let me uh, let me just back up a little bit to that stuff that we call trivia stuff. 
trivia stuff is anything that's robbing us of productivity that we're that we're doing that has no value, no purpose, no importance whatsoever that we're doing in lieu of doing work. Now that's not to be confused with working hard and then taking a break and during that time of downtime deciding to pick up the sports page. I know we don't do newspapers anymore, so you go on the internet. Or we pick up a fashion magazine, or we do a Sudoku puzzle, or we play solitaire, or we sit down and watch a program. That's all okay if it's part of our plan. It's part of our planning to get some downtime. So it's not considered a waste of time or trivia if it's part of our plan. And that's the, the subtle, subtle difference. So by planning your day out, you plan that stuff in. You plan to take a break, have a cup of tea, go to your, off, um, your break room or go to your back patio, whatever it is for you, and you take a little time and maybe read the newspaper or look at a magazine or sit there and do nothing and just kind of regroup and, and re-energize, whatever that is. Not trivia time. That's part of your productivity time, which keeps you productive. It's part of your plan. So the invitation for you is before you begin your day to lay your day out. Because my guess is you've had unproductive days. And I don't care whether you're working for someone or you're working for yourself. Sometimes a little more difficult when you're working for yourself. But I also know about the people that carry around that clipboard running all over the damn place, um, doing nothing, putting out fires, and um, not producing anything as far as, uh, as far as time goes. So the invitation is for you to look at your day, to plan your day before you begin it, to try it out. And maybe just take certain chunks. Just plan the morning and plan the afternoon. And here's what I want you to try out, though. If you want to have a day of absolute productivity and you've got in front of you things that you absolutely need to get done, you plan every hour out. And I guarantee that if you stick to that plan, not allow distractions to come in, not allow yourself to, to go off course, and you stay to your plan, you'll be far more productive. Even if you do get taken off your course and off your plan, if you've got a plan in place, you've got somewhere to come back to. So I invite you to, to use the discipline of planning to see where your productivity goes and see where you're able to accomplish more than operating without a plan. So that's it. Thank you for joining me, and I'm, I hope that you, you take this and take some action. Um, good information is just good information if we don't do something with it. Have a productive week. Lead your life large out there. Remember, tomorrow's not promised. There's that you're seeking to do for yourself, do it. If you're thinking about it, do it. Sit down and plan your week out and see if you don't have a more productive week. Thanks for joining me, and have a fantastic week. Happy summer to you. Bye-bye.